This is the Wide Awake Parenting Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Kirsten Kazarian. As a child psychologist, I believe the most important part of the work I do is supporting parents by helping them deeply attune to their child and find their own balance of connection, nourishment, and inspiration. To do this, I lean on the practice of mindfulness. Join me in a conversation about raising our kids, raising our consciousness, and trying to stay awake. Welcome to season three of the Wide Awake Parenting Podcast. This episode is all about you, moms and dads. Today, we're discussing self care and the importance of having it built into the driving force of our lives, our schedule. We're going to give you a few places to start we think will give you the most bang for your buck as far as feeling really good, even with a demanding schedule. Before we get going, I want to mention we're giving our listeners a free balanced screen time checklist, a tool you can use every day to help your child have healthy habits with their screens and help you decrease the negative impact on their development. And I'll tell you how to get that at the end of this episode. We often talk about self-care as this add-on bonus item we can attend to after everything that quote-unquote really has to get done has been accomplished. If I can answer all these emails and get the kids into bed, then I can pamper myself with more sleep, the book I've been wanting to read or to write, a mini date with my significant other, a bubble bath, the list goes on. And for many of us, it kind of just stays this list, a list of beautiful things we know would bring us joy and enhance our vitality, but for now, has to wait because look around, I am so needed in so many places right now. Why am I discussing this topic on a parenting podcast about children's mental health? Because if you've listened to any of our other episodes, I'm constantly referring to parent self-care as a tool to improve your child's development and your relationship with them. So let's break down what that looks like in real life and how to begin to create this pattern of self-care and deeper wellness for your family. Even though we know that our most cared for selves make us stronger parents and that when we model healthy habits, it's just greatly benefits our children, we sometimes need a reminder or even permission that yes, what we're desperately in need of is important. So I hope this episode serves as that reminder for you and a useful starting place to begin to implement or revamp your own self-care routine. Not something that you sprinkle on when you can, but a ritual and foundation that everything else gets to squeeze in around. Trust me, everything else will thank you. I'm going to make broad recommendations for improving four different areas of our lives, starting with the absolutely necessary for sanity and well-being, and then moving up to supporting the parts of ourselves that crave joy and a sense of authentic self-expression. We're going to break this down in four steps that will benefit you, your personal goals, and your relationships, including the parent-child relationship. 
I've created these steps using Maslow's hierarchy of needs. Teachers, healers, you'll be familiar with this. You'll recognize it in what we're talking about today. But for those of you not familiar with Maslow, I'll attach a link in the show notes for you to check out if you choose. I'm also including the wide awake parenting tenets of nourishment, connection, inspiration, and transformation to round out this self-loving schedule. So whip out your calendar. Let's basically blow it up so we can rebuild it into something more sustainable, energizing, vital, and aligned with you. And if you're thinking, all right, I'm listening, Kirsten, I'm into it, but I'm not actually able to change my schedule, I challenge you to reconsider. Intentions to have these things are vital, they're powerful, but in order to bring them to fruition, we have to have structure. And there's the boring behaviorist side of me. Let's prepare for our humanness, for the fact that life will get busy, we can get overwhelmed, pulled in many directions, and things that aren't prioritized by being part of our regular schedules tend to go by the wayside. So let's start with our first step, which is nourishment. This is the part of your routine that keeps your body happy and healthy. So your mind is clear, peaceful, and focused. For motivation, think of all the places and people you want to show up for every day in this state. The beauty of the schedule is it's yours, but this is the step I'll be most specific with. So here are some ideas for where to get started. Sleep. Be specific. How many hours do you need to feel your best? Are you currently getting them? Schedule it in. Food. Again, what makes you feel your best? Do you need time to food prep? More time to shop? Schedule that in. Do you have a meditation routine you find beneficial but aren't consistent with? Block off time for it. It doesn't have to be an hour. We don't have to go full eat, pray, love here, but what about 10 minutes? Actually write it in so you see a reminder every day. Did you know that scheduling time for relaxation, you know, time just to recharge and do absolutely nothing makes us more productive? Schedule that in. Call your providers to schedule all the appointments you may have put off lately that help you feel your best. Doctor's appointments, dental appointments, hair, skin, massage. Think about your physical routines that keep you in balance. This could be walks alone or with someone, going to the gym, a sport or physical practice you've been meaning to get back into. If you feel overwhelmed thinking about this first step, be kind to yourself. Find a comfortable place to start. But make space for your courage here too. Caring for yourself in the way you know you deserve is easier if you have a daily reminder helping to hold you accountable. You may want to pause here, get this first step in place, and then start to build on the following steps. Remember, nourishment is our first step because it will ground us as we make the changes we want to make in every other area of our life. Step two is to set boundaries on the things that bring you down. I highly recommend you pull out your current schedule or maybe a copy of it and start slashing everything that brings you dread. Yes, I understand some of it you cannot simply ignore or reality will start to fall apart. 
but notice it, highlight it, and begin to question how the heck these things ended up in your schedule. There's usually much deeper work that needs to be done in this step. This project can help us gather our thoughts and feelings so we can have clear conversations that we may have been putting off with our partners or co-parents about equal sharing of responsibilities. Setting boundaries with those we love is always tough, but when managed thoughtfully, usually brings us closer together and feeling more united and supported. So start with congratulating yourself about being mindful that you despise some of the stuff in your schedule. It's a necessary step in forming your new and improved schedule. Get curious and imaginative. It's a great space to begin real problem solving. What would it be like to be free of these obligations and maybe some of these people? And who could you bring in to help you with some of these obligations? This alone, this openness to wisdom and change will get your unconscious mind working on solving these problems for you. And step one, your nourishment is there to support you for when the answers come. So you're fueled up and feeling strong when you begin the often uncomfortable but super necessary work of setting and keeping boundaries for yourself. Step three is connection. And this one's a little more fun. Look at where in your schedule you feel the most seen and connected. Can you expand on your time here? Who and what do you love spending time with? Protect that, foster it, put it in your schedule. What social groups or activities make you feel more than okay with your fellow human beings? Maybe even a little proud to be a human being. Hang there with them. It's good for your health. Not only do these connections bring us joy and love, but when we make physical space in our schedule, they act as a protective barrier to all the things we want to set a boundary with in step two. These are the supportive people and communities that encourage us to keep our boundaries and say no if, to be totally cliche here, we're trying to live our best lives. We want to be connected to the communities and activities that want that for us and are cheering us on. Step four is inspiration and creativity. So if you're feeling depleted and like you're on a hamster wheel, you can't escape, your response to this step is likely, yeah, right, Kirsten, when do I have time for this? Guess what? I'm not worried about it. If you create a schedule using the first three steps, this one will happen naturally. Maybe not this week or even this month, but love is fierce. And if you're showing yourself the daily consistent love of nourishment, boundaries, and connection, you will be inspired and able to unleash your creativity. Because with a conscious, dedicated schedule that allows you to be more than just sustained, but empowered, you will refuse to put your hopes and dreams last. Take your time with this project. Big change is a gradual process. The first time you sit down to work on this, you may feel frustrated by the blocks in your time or disappointed with what your current obligations and resources look like. Be patient. Don't shut down. And encourage yourself to do what you can and then put it away to visit again soon. Expect to revisit the schedule many times as your needs and the needs of your family and other obligations shift. Once you have a schedule you feel good about, guess what? 
You have a roadmap for supporting your child's day-to-day schedule to love them back in a way that inspires their own creativity and most authentic self. Having a schedule that loves you means you have even more love to share with them and the patience and focus required to attend to them in a way that is truly present and supportive. For those of you that want to take this project to the next level, I recommend making a list of your personal values first. I find that looking up a list online, like an actual list of values, it makes it easier and then selecting your values from that list, the ones that resonate with you. Once you have your personal values list, find where you're able to honor these values in your schedule. When we can't live and express our values, we feel disconnected and weighted down. Making space in our schedule for our value system allows us to effortlessly model our values to our children and enjoy the enrichment that comes with them. We'd love to hear about your experience with this process. To share that with us, go to wideawakeparenting.com and to see the four steps written out, um, simply select this episode and click on the show notes link and I'll link uh, the show notes to this episode on iTunes as well. In our next episode, we'll discuss how to help your child stop reacting with meltdowns to stressful experiences and start responding mindfully. If you've enjoyed our episode today, please leave us a rating on iTunes. If you go the extra mile and leave us feedback too, we'll send you our balanced screen time checklist. Screen time happens. It's almost impossible to escape, but there are simple precautionary steps you can take to decrease and diminish the negative effects on your child. This checklist is a great resource tool you can hang on your fridge for parents in the house, grandparents, and babysitters to check in with before your child turns on a screen. To get the checklist, take a screenshot of your review on iTunes of our show and send it to wideawakeparenting at gmail.com to receive your free balanced screen time checklist PDF. We will not sell or use your email address for anything other than sending you your free checklist. That is our episode. I'm Dr. Kirsten Kazarian, and until we meet again, be gentle with yourself, courageous on your path, and let's help each other try to stay awake.